Hi, I'm Jenny Lynch and this is the Creative Science for Kids podcast. Hi, I'm Matilda and today's show will be the last one for the year. Thank you for listening over the past few months. The Creative Science for Kids team will be back in early 2024 with new episodes exploring science facts, intriguing scientific discoveries and hands-on activities for you to try yourself at home. To make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes, remember to subscribe to Creative Science for Kids in your favourite podcast app. Or if you're over the age of 13, you can follow us on Facebook for updates on new episodes. It's getting close to the festive season and the Creative Science Australia team is preparing to present the Creative Science Christmas Show in primary schools in Sydney. There are still a few dates available if you're looking for a great way to end the school year with a fun celebration of science at your primary school. The Creative Science Christmas Show features demonstrations with sound, electricity and super cool liquid nitrogen. So today's the perfect time for a quick listen to clips from a few past episodes, starting with sound science. Sounds are caused by vibrations. A vibration is a back and forth movement. For us to hear a sound, the back and forth movement needs to happen at least 20 times every second. And we can hear sounds from vibrations that are up to 20,000 times a second. A second is not a very long time, so that's some very fast vibrating. Sound travels in waves. We normally hear sound waves after they travel through the gases in air. But sound waves can also travel through solids and liquids. You might have seen waves in water making the water go up and down. Sound waves are a bit different. In a sound wave, atoms or molecules squish together and then move apart as the wave moves through a solid or a liquid or a gas. Slower vibrations make lower sounds and faster vibrations make higher sounds. Lots of animals can hear sounds that us humans can't hear. Big animals like cows and whales can hear sounds that are too low for us to hear. Smaller animals like dogs and cats and mice can hear sounds that are much too high for us to hear. Now let's hear a few fascinating facts about electricity. Electricity is all around us and even inside our bodies. All the different things that electricity can do happen because of tiny things called electric charges. Electric charge is much too small for us to see, but we can see, hear and feel some of the things that electric charge can do. There are two types of electric charge. There is positive charge and negative charge. Opposite charges attract. So if there is a positive charge close to a negative charge, there will be a force of attraction between them. If two electric charges are the same, they do not attract. They repel. If there are two positive charges close together, they will push away from each other. If there are two negative charges close together, they will also push away from each other. In other words, like charges repel. We are surrounded by positive and negative charges. Atoms in the air have positive and negative charges. The floor has positive and negative charges. And even your body is made up of positive and negative charges. If an object has the same amount of positive and negative charge, we say it is neutral. If an object has more positive charge than negative charge, we say it is positively charged. If an object has more negative charge than positive charge, we say it is negatively charged. Let's cool things down with some super cool liquid nitrogen. Nitrogen gas makes up most of the Earth's atmosphere. About 78% of the air we breathe is nitrogen gas. 
You can't see nitrogen gas, it doesn't have a smell, and as long as you have enough oxygen to breathe, nitrogen gas won't hurt you at all. If you make nitrogen gas cold enough, it will turn into liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen is made from nitrogen gas in the air. The air is squashed and cooled until the nitrogen gas turns into liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen is a clear liquid, so it looks a lot like water, but it is much colder than water. Liquid nitrogen is extremely cold. The temperature of liquid nitrogen is minus 196 degrees Celsius. Water is a liquid at room temperature, but nitrogen gas has to be cooled to minus 196 degrees Celsius for it to turn into liquid nitrogen. Minus 196 degrees Celsius is the boiling point of nitrogen. So as soon as it is heated above that temperature, it will boil and turn into nitrogen gas. Water boils at 100 degrees Celsius, which is very hot. Liquid nitrogen boils at minus 196 degrees Celsius, which is extremely cold. Different materials boil at different temperatures. In liquid water, there are forces of attraction between the water molecules called hydrogen bonds, and it takes quite a lot of heat energy to break the hydrogen bonds to turn liquid water into a gas. In liquid nitrogen, the bonds between the nitrogen atoms are much weaker, so it takes a lot less heat energy for nitrogen to change from a liquid to a gas. Liquid nitrogen can be used to make things very cold very quickly. When two objects touch each other, heat will flow from the warmer object to the colder object. If a warm object is placed in liquid nitrogen, heat energy moves from the warm object to the liquid nitrogen, causing the liquid nitrogen to boil. The warm object cools down and will eventually become as cold as the liquid nitrogen. If you've ever seen a spectacular science show, like the Creative Science Show for example, you might have seen science demonstrations using liquid nitrogen, like snap freezing lettuce or a banana, billowing white clouds of water vapour, and explosive experiments using expanding nitrogen gas. Liquid nitrogen is excellent for demonstrating the states of matter. You can see liquid nitrogen boiling to make nitrogen gas, and if the gas is used to inflate a balloon, you can see the huge volume of nitrogen gas that can be produced by a fairly small amount of liquid nitrogen. In the food industry, liquid nitrogen is used to snap freeze fresh fruits and vegetables and seafood. Freezing food quickly helps to keep the flavour and texture of the food and keeping it frozen allows food to be stored for a long time. In scientific research, liquid nitrogen can be used in experiments on superconductors and other materials that have interesting properties at very low temperatures. It's also used in biology to store cells from living things. Careful preparation and freezing of the cells allows them to be stored in liquid nitrogen for a really long time. Liquid nitrogen is used by doctors to treat some types of skin cancer by freezing the cancer cells and leaving behind the healthy tissue. It's also used for freezing warts, or for storing important tissue samples that are used for medical research and to help people with having children. Plumbers sometimes use liquid nitrogen to freeze the water inside pipes. This stops the water flowing in the pipe while repairs are made. Liquid nitrogen has been used in scientific research since the 1880s and it is called a cryogenic liquid. Other cryogenic liquids are liquid oxygen, liquid hydrogen and liquid helium. The coldest day on Earth was about minus 90 degrees Celsius, which was recorded in Antarctica. At this temperature, nitrogen is a gas. To make liquid nitrogen, scientists had to invent ways of cooling nitrogen gas below the boiling point of minus 196 degrees Celsius. 
Another very cold substance that's sometimes confused with liquid nitrogen is solid carbon dioxide, which is also called dry ice. The temperature of dry ice is about minus 78 degrees Celsius, and it's often seen surrounded by clouds of white water vapor, similar to the cool clouds of fog around bubbling liquid nitrogen. Well, that's it from us for 2023, and we'll be back in your ears again next year. Thanks for listening, and remember to stay curious. The Creative Science for Kids podcast was recorded on the traditional lands of the Bidjigal people. For more information about Creative Science Australia, visit creativescience.com.au.